You're listening to the Oh Happy Day podcast, where we have conversations about faith in the wedding industry. I'm Allie McCroskey, a wedding photographer and your host. If you're in need of a little encouragement or want to learn about how faith impacts your work in the wedding world, you're in the right place. Hi, friends. Today's guest is Nancy Pauline, a luxury wedding photographer. And Nancy and I got to meet in person while she was in Charleston earlier this fall. And she is a sweetheart. So I cannot wait for y'all to hear from her today. Welcome, Nancy. Thank you so much, Allie. It's such a pleasure to be here. I'm excited to finally get our episode done. It feels like we've been planning this for a while. So I'm excited to chat. Now, are you done with weddings for the year? I am. Yeah. Our first one is in January, but yeah, it's nice to have December off. (laughs) Yes. I just had my last one uh, this past weekend. So I just got to do a little bit of editing, but yes, for shooting, I am done for the year and it feels really good to have a little bit of a break. (laughs) Yes. So for anybody that doesn't know you yet, can you just share a little bit about like your background, family, and how long that you have been in business? Yeah. So I was born and raised in Ohio. And then I like, as far as I could remember, I always loved taking pictures. Like I would take pictures of my siblings and of flowers and just anything I could think of. And then in high school, my uncle had kind of seen me like really enjoy taking pictures. So like as a graduation gift, he bought me a camera and like a full set of lenses and basically just really encouraged me to go after my dream of being a photographer. And so I shot my first wedding at 18 and I've never looked back since. Wow. That is amazing. So did you go to school for photography or you just went straight into business? I went straight into business after high school, but I feel like nowadays there's so many incredible online courses that you can really just dive so much deeper into where like, I guess more curated direction of where you want to go. I think sometimes college is a great, you know, opportunity for some people and as far as their style of learning. But for me, it worked really well to um, pursue education online. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. It's always interesting talking to business owners in the wedding industry, because I feel like a lot of us went to school for something that is completely unrelated to what we're doing now. So (laughs) I mean, looking back, I think personally, I probably wish I would have taken more business classes because I feel like that's more where I needed some education and training was like the business side of running a creative business. But um, Oh, absolutely. I 100% agree. And there's nothing obviously against anyone who wants to pursue education that might have nothing to do with photography, but it could add to, like you said, the business aspect of um, being an entrepreneur. Yeah. So what is your favorite part of being a wedding photographer since you have been doing this for a while? Ooh, (laughs) I think just being able to photograph the most exquisite events created by such a great team of professionals. It's so cool to see what they have been inspired to create and like just how everything has come together. Um, I think that just gives me so much joy seeing other people's passion come to life. Yeah. I love that. Now kind of on the flip side, what would you say is the most challenging part of your job? Ooh, I think, you know, like we spoke about the business aspect. Um, I think wearing so many hats is definitely a challenge, Yeah, (laughs) but it's definitely been it's been fun to grow in those areas because I feel like you get to push yourself 
And then the things that you really don't enjoy, you get to delegate to someone else. Yes, that is so true. I actually was just talking to my daughter yesterday about outsourcing because we were doing fourth grade math homework. And I was like, listen, I'm not great at math either. And when you're a grown up, then you can pay someone else to do your math for you. But right now you do need to learn how to do it. I'm like, mom pays her accountant a lot of money to do the math because it's not my strength. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is not my gifting. So when yeah, you're you can't up, outsource homework when yet. You're a grown up, you can outsource, but right now you cannot outsource your homework quite yet. So um yeah. I, love that. I definitely definitely am a fan of outsourcing maybe what what you're not naturally good at or don't enjoy. Mm-hmm. Kind of going back to what you love, do you have like a favorite wedding anecdote or story that really kind of sums up why you love doing wedding photography? Ooh, I mean, since I've been doing it for so long, I don't know. I think there was just this embedded passion in me that has never died. And there has been times when I'm like, should I be doing something else? Um, but it's just like this flame of like passion for this industry. I think a huge part of why I do what I do now is honestly the people, like the the vendors that I've, you know, created really great relationships with have been such a blessing. Um, So I think it's not, it has become more than just taking pictures at this point. It's become a whole world of friendships and connections and also, you know, helping each other. And like, I just think it's become this whole other blessing and world of um, fun, I guess you could say. Yeah. Yeah. I am fortunate in Charleston. The wedding community here is just really kind and supportive. And I think it's fun. You know, the longer you do this, you become really good friends with other vendors because, mm-hmm. I mean, they're like your coworkers because you're the ones, you know, in the trenches with them every weekend and you really do form deep relationships with different people. So, yeah, I love that. Yeah, absolutely. I think the wedding industry is such a unique space of, you know, people and creatives. Yeah. Well, so people who aren't in the wedding industry might not know this, but we are in engagement season right now. And that means a lot of couples are sort of starting the wedding planning process. So what would be like your best piece of advice as far as wedding planning goes for a couple that like just got engaged? Oh, definitely hire a wedding planner. They are absolutely like the best investment. I feel like not only do you get to like really fully be present and enjoy the family and friends that came, you know, either just out of town um, or like came to come see you get married. I think you can't do it all and you shouldn't and your mom shouldn't either. So definitely hire a wedding planner and let them take care of all the details and logistics. Yeah, I love what you said. And your mom shouldn't either, right? Your mom get to enjoy the day as well. So should Aunt Sally. Aunt Sally should enjoy the day as well. Any of your family or close friends should be enjoying themselves and not worrying about whether the right number of chairs got delivered. So absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. And I 100% agree. Make sure you hire a wedding planner if you are recently engaged and you're listening to this. Uh, That should be step number one. Yes. Now, you are the mom of a sweet little boy. And how old is he at this point? So he's going to be four in February. Okay. Oh, that's <laughs> such a fun age. Oh, my gosh. Um, mm-hmm. So you've been a mom for a couple of years. How would you say being a mom has changed the way that you photograph weddings or run your business? I think definitely, first and foremost, it makes you be more intentional with your time. Um, as you know, it's like, 
there's so much pulling for your attention. Um, so I think it's so important to like outsource what you can and like, you know, make sure that what you're doing for your business is very intentional. It's definitely given me more discipline, which is great. You absolutely need discipline to run a business. So yeah, I would say those are the two most important things. Yeah, it definitely changes your priorities. Last night we had like a wedding vendor meetup and I kind of like committed, like I'm going to go for an hour and then I'm going to make it home before bedtime because it's like, I just had a wedding and my daughter, the first question, she's like, are you going to be home after I go to sleep? And I was like, no, I will be home before bedtime tonight because your kids do, you know, they get used to you being gone and not being there for bedtime and, and whatever else. And so it is sort of a juggle, I feel like with parenthood is as far as setting boundaries, like, hey, okay, I'm going to work this day. And then this night, I'm going to be home and have dinner with my family. And sort of figuring out that balance of what is healthy for you and your family. Sometimes that can be tricky. Mm -hmm, Absolutely. Now, one thing that we kind of connected on was our faith. And as a believer, how do you feel like your faith changes the way that you do your job as a wedding photographer? Yeah, I think something that's like really near and dear to my heart is like the peace that God has given me and joy. And I always try to bring that with me into a room when I'm going in for a wedding. I just feel like weddings can be sometimes chaotic. So I really try to bring that joy and peace into the room and just really help my couples be like more centered, I guess. Yeah. Do you, this is funny to me when this happens, do you have clients or family members on the wedding day tell you what a good job you've done before they've ever seen a picture? Oh, yes. It's it's so interesting (laughs) to me. I'm like, you don't know actually if I've done a good job or not because <laughs> I have shown you zero pictures so far. I I appreciate that you think I'm doing a good job, but it just goes to show like our personality and like like you said the joy and the peace that we are bringing into a wedding day really is a huge part of the component that we bring as a vendor on top of creating beautiful images. So, I I don't know, it's that's always interesting to me when people comment on that and it's just a good reminder that you know, particularly on a stressful wedding day, like if the weather is not great, you know, our attitude really can impact sort of the vibe of the day. Oh, I couldn't agree more. And I think that it's so important because like, if they feel from you stress or any sort of, you know, negative emotion, then like they already are taking that on themselves. So I think it is so important to like, like I pray before I go in for weddings and I just ask God for his blessing over the day and over just everything. Um, and I think it's really neat to bring in that peace to the environment and make things more fun for everyone. Yes. Yeah, no, I agree. I love that. Well, one of my favorite things in the wedding industry, and we kind of talked about this at the beginning, but it's just seeing so many creative people get to use their gifts to serve their clients and create beautiful things. And sort of the idea of using the gifts that God has given you is something that you're really passionate about as well. Can you share just a little bit about kind of what you're learning in that area? Yeah. So I think in the beginning, you know, sometimes Christians believe that seeing yourself as like worthless is humility and that couldn't be further from the truth. I think just as much as pride is a sin, so is speaking horribly about yourself. So something I'm really passionate about is helping other entrepreneurs, especially because I feel like sometimes our worth is tied into what we do and sometimes separating that and being like, I am actually like worthy. I'm gifted from God. And I think God 
There's nobody that he doesn't deposit gifts to. And it's a huge story that's been like really heavy on my heart was it's like this parable of the 10 talents in the Bible. It specifically speaks on how Jesus is talking about how a man gave talents, which was like a currency at the time to three of his servants. The first one he gave five, the second one he gave two, and the last one he gave one. And it's so interesting to see that it literally says that the first two put their talents to work. That's like the exact wording. And they were able to double what they were given. And the last one out of fear, it literally says that his response was, I was afraid. He buried it and he had nothing else to give in return than that one. And I think so many times we like are our own roadblock to success because we are bearing things out of fear that we could actually multiply and be a blessing to others for. And I think that we miss out on so many beautiful life opportunities because of our own fears or insecurities. And I think some of the things that I was most scared to try to step out of my comfort zone and do are actually now the things I enjoy most about my business. And I think that God entrusts each person with unique gifts and abilities, um, not to be hidden or ignored, but to be cultivated and shared with the world. Just as the master expected a return from the talents that he gave to his servants, like God desires us to use and develop our gifts in alignment with our dreams and aspirations. And by burying our talents, like I said, like we just miss out on so many beautiful opportunities in life and following our dreams, using our gifts, our talents, even just our unique life experiences gives us not only personal fulfillment, but serves a greater purpose. And um, I think leveraging our gifts in pursuit of our dreams can really flourish not only ourselves, but the people around us. And I think we underestimate the power of what God has given us and the desires that he even deposits in us are there for a reason. And I think that stepping out of your own fears or insecurities is such a courageous thing to do that God gives us the power to do. And life is way too short. You and I both know, um, you know, with family situations, with, you know, cancer, with illness, all of these things can really put you back in perspective of how precious life is and how quickly it's passing. And even just watching our kids grow up, it's like, you see that life is so short and why not step out and do something that you love, do something that you're passionate about, because not only will it bring you like personal fulfillment, like I mentioned, but also be a blessing to others. Yeah. Wow. There's so many things I want to say. So one of the things that I learned, I feel like within the last year was that kind of going along with this, the very first time the Holy Spirit was like poured out on somebody, it was an artist. It was this guy in the Old Testament who was like an artist and a craftsman. And even just thinking through, like you were talking about, like the Lord has gifted us with talents that need to be put to work. And even as artists and creatives, I think depending on the the church tradition that you grow up in, or even the church that you attend, sometimes those type of gifts get diminished within the church or are just maybe are misunderstood on how can you as a creative, like use this to glorify God. And I think in our job in the wedding industry, it's so cool seeing how we can participate with the Lord in the healing and redemption 
of the world through creating beauty, right? Mm -hmm. Heaven is going to be so beautiful. That's one thing my daughter, she's like, I can't wait to get to heaven. It's going to be so fancy. There's gold and jewels everywhere. It's (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, it's going to be beautiful. And that is a way that we can partner with Christ in the redemption and restoration of the world now is by bringing about goodness and truth and beauty in the things that we create through the gifts that he has given us. And I mean, what an honor, what an honor that we get to do that in the wedding industry. I mean, there are so many people that have so much harder jobs than we do, (laughs) (laughs) you know, (laughs) like surgeons, I mean, accountants, I'm sure that they, I mean, they're using their own gifts, right? For the glory of God and the good of others. But I mean, what a privilege that we get to do it in such a beautiful, fun and loving space. I mean, what would you say to somebody that is really struggling with being afraid of using their gifts or they have fear about trying something new in their business or even maybe somebody wants to start a business like in the wedding industry and they're too afraid right now. What would you say to that person to like encourage them? Yeah, I think that God definitely deposits joy about something in our lives and it's there for a reason. And I think my husband, he like faced battle like with cancer five years ago. He's doing so good. Thank God um, now. But I think it really changed my perspective on life that like life is so precious. Every day is a gift. And I think if we waste it in fear, then we are doing such a disservice to ourselves and to our relationship with God. And I think the times that we step out and be courageous and do the thing that he's put on our heart that scares us, we get to enjoy a part of God that we wouldn't have known if we would have, you know, literally buried that talent that he gave us. And so I think even not only the tasks that he gives us that we get to enjoy, but it's also like the connection with God through that. And there's so many instances where there are things that I did that I'm like, I am nervous to do this. But I think just knowing that God's with us, like having that presence where you feel that he's pushing you, but it's in a way that's like so loving and you see the fulfillment of that as you go. Wow. I love that. Yeah. Something, I mean, something that you and I connected on was uh, kind of our cancer stories as far as, Mm -hmm. you know, your husband being a survivor. I had cancer when I was in college and you're right. It does shift your perspective as far as realizing that like life is short. We're not guaranteed Mm -hmm. to live to old age. And, you know, I think for me, I still struggle sometimes with fear and anxiety, but for me, cancer was a huge blessing. And the fact that it freed me up a little bit to be like, all right, I'm going to try this. And if it doesn't work, then hopefully I will live to see another day and I can try something else. But you're right. It's like, don't waste your time that you're here on earth. And it sort of, I don't know if energize is the right word, but maybe like clarifies your vision. God has you here for a reason. And especially once you make it through something like cancer, it's like, okay, like how can I even use something like that to help other people, to love my clients? And yeah, I don't know. You're right. It it really does sort of push you to appreciate the life that you have and the time that you have. Yeah, absolutely. And I think going along those lines, like even just showing up to a wedding day and people are, when they are really there to celebrate that couple's love story and the ambiance of the room is just exquisite. Like 
that also sets my heart on fire because I'm like, they are taking this moment to celebrate one of life's most precious gifts. And like you mentioned, like we don't know how many we have on this earth. And it's so beautiful when we can pause and celebrate. And it's also so beautiful when we can take that leap of faith into something that scares us or do that thing that we keep pushing back because we're like, oh, you know, when we, when this happens, then I'll do that. Or it's just, yeah, like you said, life is way too short not to do the thing now, not to celebrate the beautiful gift now, not to, you know, go out and do that thing that's been on your heart forever. Yeah. Man, I'm like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> I feel like I need to re-listen to this episode in January when it's like the year is starting. But um, we're recording this in December, uh, the beginning of December. We just had the first Sunday of Advent uh, a couple days ago. And to kind of uh, start wrapping up, let's talk a little bit about Christmas. Do you guys in your family have like any traditions or practices related to Advent or Christmas that you really love? Yeah, so I didn't grow up celebrating Christmas um, in the traditional sense, but now with my husband and son, we're really building our own fun family traditions. It's been so much fun to see Christmas through my son's eyes. And also, it was so sweet, like just hearing his perspective on Jesus and his birth, and then also just all the other fun, you know, parts of Christmas as well something he really enjoys is like seeing Christmas lights all the time. And like, yeah, we really, we're really enjoying this special time together. That's awesome. Yeah. You are right. Christmas with kids is like a whole nother level. I was pretty Christmas obsessed, I think before I had a child, but now it's like, we literally watch every Christmas movie possible that is child appropriate. Uh, Cause some <laughs> of them are not, <laughs> but I think it'll be fun for you too, as he gets older, you know, incorporating different traditions. Cause you're right. It's like, once you kind of start your new family, you get to decide, okay, Hey, I want to start doing this like as a family every year. And it's so cool to think ahead, like what our kids are going to remember about Mm -hmm. our Christmas traditions, which is really fun. Last year, we just started lighting Advent candles, like at our house. There's uh, a girl that I follow. Actually, she's a photographer as well. She makes these really beautiful, like little ceramic advent candle holders. And we just started doing that last year. And it's just something like fun and simple that we do and do like a little reading or whatever. And it's funny, my daughter gets super into lighting the candles. And I mean, she's she's 10 and she's like a a bigger kid. And she's just like, (laughs) I want to be the one to light the candle. I'm like, that's fine. You light that candle. (laughs) If that is important to you, go for it. So yeah, it's fun, you know, creating traditions as you go along. Absolutely. And I think too, it's like, you know, with Advent and stuff, like diving more into the word of God with your kids is like such a special thing. I think that's something they will always remember. Yeah. I love it. Well, to kind of wrap up for anyone that isn't following you, first of all, you should, because your photographs are beautiful. Can you tell everybody (laughs) where to find you on Instagram and your website? Yeah. So my website is nancypauline.com and Instagram is Nancy Pauline Photography. Awesome. Well, I hope you guys have a Merry Christmas. Nancy. Yeah, you it's too. So good chatting um, with you guys. Likewise. Thanks for listening to our conversation today, friends. If you'd like to connect, you can find us on Instagram at ohappydaypodcast or online at ohappydaypodcast.com. If you are a fellow Christian wedding vendor, join our Facebook group. Click on the link in the show notes or visit Work and Faith in the Wedding Industry on Facebook. 
If you were encouraged by what you heard today, it would mean the world for you to leave a rating or review. This helps other vendors find the podcast so we can reach as many wedding friends as possible. Until next time, have a happy day, friends.